of course, once you hear those drums rolling, you already know what time it is. Trending issues right here. This is where we dissect matters trending, especially as relates to Nigeria. And uh, we have a panel of analysts right here to dissect issues from various perspectives. Essigon is in the building. Essigon, good morning. Greetings. It seems like uh, Christmas is drawing faster, drawing nearer faster than we even imagined. How do you plan on celebrating well, Christmas? Just it's on a Saturday. Yes, of course. Yes, so I bet you're happy about that. Saturday and it extends all the way to Tuesday. Yeah, Saturdays are laid back days. <laughs> so I, I, I guess this Christmas is going to be laid back. Yeah. For... <laughs> well, I can just see that, uh, of course, Sigon uh, is excited for the Christmas season. Now let's uh, get to some other exciting issues right here on the trending issue still on the issue of the electoral bill now it seems like a lot of groups have been asking the, the president uh you know already not asking the president but asking the senate actually uh to override the president on uh, his uh you know decision on the electoral bill and it seems like the senate is actually going or towing towards that road as the senate is actually mobilizing to override the president's veto and uh the the, the house is actually actually has deferred uh, their battle till january so we might be hearing from them in january and according to what we are seeing here over 75 senators have signed the proposal actually and more are expected this is the first time something uh, like this would be happening in Nigeria. What do you say about this, Esigon? Well, if you if you consider this particular movie production, <laughs> it's <laughs> no, we, we really can't say that it is the first time. If it was to be in the era of Saraki now, mm. then we will say that we might have a possibility of the uh, members of Senate or the National Assembly mm. overriding. Uh, this well mm. I'm, I'm not i i can't uh, straight from my memory recall any bill mm. that any national assembly mm-hmm. had gone ahead to override mm. you know the president's own yes in nigeria uh, maybe it has happened that i didn't come across it or i didn't do research yes. enough to get there mm-hmm. but to my own level of awareness and mm level of exposure so far i can't recall any so and i don't see that happening uh like i said for me i see it as a movie a, a lot of people were um expecting because the issue for them was that well since the president has not assented then he should send a letter hmm. and he finally sent the letter hmm. and anyone that actually read the letter mm-hmm. will see that it's one issue majorly and that issue is the issue of the direct, direct primaries. primaries. Yes. You see, when this issue was mooted earlier on, I had said it that if, for instance, the uh, parties decide that they want an oracle to determine the person that will be their <laughs> flag bearer, mm. they should be allowed to do so because the, the parties should be the ones that are saddled with the responsibility of deciding how they want to run their party. Mm. At least each party has a constitution that they work with. And in the constitution, there are clear-cut ways in which they had arranged that this is how we are going to arrive at whoever it is that will become our flag bearer. Mm. And the president stated as much, you know, that each party should be because that it will not be democratic, mm. you know. And you, you need to understand where this is coming from. Mm. It's 
it's inherently selfish, innately selfish, mm. ultimately selfish move. It's just for their personal gains. It's something that concerns them. Mm. You understand? So this is all about them. It's not as if we're talking about something that affects the people. Mm. You see, and if you take note, how many times have political parties actually run direct primaries mm. in recent times? Sure. You see, when that came to fall was when they wanted to deal with Ambode in Lagos. Mm. That was when they introduced the direct primary thing, system, you know, to edge him out, to, to, to make him lose his advantage because they know that they know how this indirect primary thing works. They know that if you, is the, is the, is the, uh, Highest payer uh, or the the person with the with the highest pay. If you if you pay the most, then you get the price. Get so the they price. know. Everybody knows how things work in Nigeria. Mm. Then why we want to be, you know, fooling ourselves as if we don't know how things work is what amazes me. You, you get then then you now expect that oh since they were able to embody successfully, <laughs> you know, in Lagos then. Uh, and these governors are having so much power. You get my point. As if it wasn't uh, the, the governors or the, the powers that be that orchestrated and decided. And that was that was the party, you know, the party's um, sovereign decision on how they uh, decide to elect their candidate. And mm-hmm. INEC was did not go against it. INEC did not say, ah, why did you people bring this one by direct primaries? Mm. Why didn't you continue within direct primaries? You understand? So now wanting to foist and say that okay, every party should go ahead and do it, it, it to me. It doesn't make any. But some people would say that the direct primaries by going by direct primary system, it actually takes you know power away from so-called godfathers. Yeah. Now that's that's actually what everybody will think. But you play back to the clearest and closest example we had. That is Lagos Ambody. <laughs> who who instigated mm. before? You mm. know, it was it it's the it was not welcomed. Mm. The direct primaries was not welcomed. It's true. But they had done the calculations and they realized that that was the only way that they could make sure that this man was unseated, mm. and they went ahead to do it. Mm. And like the president said, he, he said it. There's no. So he knows the game. He too has an understanding of the game. There is no system that cannot be manipulated. There's mm. no human beings. Mm. Direct primaries are manipulatable. Indirect uh, primaries are manipulatable. Mm. We've seen examples. We've seen it done over and over. In fact, it is the stalking game of our politicians. They have perfected it. They know how to do it. This is just. Um, an ego match. Mm. This is just for some people saying, ah, no, 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 no. We can't let it go this way because we, we want it to pay us. We mm. want it to swing our way. Sure. But apparently, those that are in power, you know, those that don't want this change are more than those that want the change. change. So, you will see what is happening. And we can see that their father, as in it has, has waded in and settled the whole matter. Mm. So, some people will be licking their wounds. Hmm. Let us see who, who has the guts to say that they want to motivate the National Assembly mm-hmm. to override. Yes. They, they can't. It's, hmm. a, it's a movie. Hmm. All these ones is just movie. They, they, they know, and we know. It's, it's, it's clearly established. If you want to believe that any politician, average politician, is actually hmm. interested in the overall development and the well-being, mm. you know, and welfare of mm. the people, 
we, we are kidding. But Buhari has said now that he has given some reasons uh, why he is especially against these direct primaries, uh, saying, of course, that it goes against the polity, uh, you know, of, uh, of of elections, saying that it takes away democracy or it hinders uh, the, the 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 whole idea of democracy, and has also cited insecurity issues as part of the reasons why he is not really ready for direct primaries, and of course, uh, the the. Uh, the, the the funds of course to run direct primaries far more you know expensive than indirect primaries do you think his reasons are valid see as long as he pays them hmm. they will come up with reasons people <laughs> will always find reasons hmm. you get if tomorrow comes now they realize that direct primaries is going to favor them hmm. you'll be surprised at the arguments that they will bring forth hmm. you know to support uh, direct primaries after all it was this argument that they brought forth. People kicked against it. Yeah, against it. Mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, the the situation that opened the eyes of some other people mm. in other places to want to consider direct primaries too. Mm. You know, so that they could upset. You know, when they want to, when, when they know, mm. one, if they want to put their person there, they know how to rearrange yes. the seats such that their person will match. Mm. Okay, if the person they put there as well now disappoints and didn't play ball, they know also how to rearrange the the the, the seats, you know, change the yardstick, but still in the ambit of the law. And there's no one that the law does not support. They will still quote the law on it. There's no one that they won't talk about uh, other security situation. Mm. There's no one they won't talk about logistics. Mm. There's nothing they are going to bring up that all these issues that the president has raised are not involved. Mm. There is no one. You understand, so it is not strange. This is this is this is an issue of politicians playing politics, doing okay. their normal thing. Mm. This is how they roll from the top to the bottom, and we all know what is at stake here. Mm. Is the twenty twenty three, you know, that's Magic what is at numbers, stake here. Yes, is that number, you know, and the fact that people want to ensure that their source of uh, you know livelihood is not taken away from them. Mm. Uh-huh. So, if all of these conversations, for instance, had anything to do with the well-being of the people, oh, then we would have been like, wow, very, very, very interesting arguments, very sane one, very nice one. Yeah, I've seen that already. Uh, the governor of the state has already started jubilating and saying, kudos, nice one, sir. You are doing awesome. Some people are still throwing tantrums and all the rest of them. But at the end of the day, this this is it. This has put a nail. This is a final nail on the on the coffin. Mm. And uh, the deed is done. Mm. No one. I'm glad you can, mentioned, yes, I'm glad you mentioned AKC states. What does this mean for the electoral process now? What do you think it means for the electoral process that has been halted now in, in AKC states? Because as it seems now, INEC has uh, suspended Suspended indefinitely the elections uh, for uh, in the Kisi states o- o- over there. Do you think that we could see this resolved anytime soon so that elections can go on in the Kisi state? Well, I, I don't think that it any the issue in the Kisi state has to do with the electoral act. The yeah, why is it the electoral? Why has it been suspended? That's a you know that there were times when they had elections and there were clashes and violence and all the rest of them and many other issues. True. So that may be it but like mm. i said yesterday mm. this this particular law yes. or act is supposed to replace the existing one true if we, this is not passed mm. it it doesn't nullify the existing one the mm. existing one is still what is going to be used to prosecute elections okay so if for instance they resume in january 
and they are able to in that time maybe in the shortest time possible, possible yes. decide to adjust this particular law mm-hmm. and then it pleases the president mm-hmm. and they're able to sign it they mm-hmm. will still have enough time to effect it but effect if it, yes. if this law is not signed mm-hmm. elections we hold as it used to hold you get my point as it used to hold you see that for instance in all the letter that the president talked uh, i mean uh, wrote <laughs> there, there was no mention of the What's the name? The electronic transmission of results. Results. That's, that is not the issue. That's so you see that, yes. that that's not that's that, that's not an issue. True. True. For them, it is this particular die, and it is at its as, as it affects them. Hmm. So this is politicians playing politics, ensuring that they continue to hold on, you know, to situations and conditions that hmm. favor them hmm. the most, hmm. and doing everything to eliminate the possibility. Mm. Of unfavorable circumstances and conditions. Mm. That is just what we are we are faced with here. Okay. So anybody sitting on the sidelines or whatever looking in, no, just forget about it. Mm. We the, the the matter is a done deal, and we have made serious progress, and okay. we are moving on. Okay. And uh, right here we have uh, Sake in the building with us. Okay. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. It's good to see you, sir. Okay, compliments of the season. Same to you. It seems like a Christmas and the Hamasan season is doing you very well. You look good, sir. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Essigon was just giving his thoughts on this whole electoral process and the fact that uh, uh, it seemed that, like the Senate is ready to override the President's decision to not assent uh, to that electoral bill which was uh, uh, passed on uh, to him. The President cited a couple of reasons uh, for, for, for not assenting to that bill uh, given insecurity as one and uh, how expensive uh, it was to fund direct primaries as well as the fact that he saying that it actually uh, you know, took away or hindered uh, the whole process of democracy. Uh, you know, when it comes to uh, you, you, know, to, uh, you know elections and stuff like that. What do you think? You think his points I are valid, to, sir? I want to absolutely agree with <laughs> on what he has said. And for some of our viewers, in case you don't know, mm. there are two parts in Nigeria. Mm. We are on two. We are on two divide, on two sides of a different divide. Mm. There's the ruling class, and then there's, you know, the <laughs> class that has been ruled. In case you don't know, what you are just seeing is called, is called polytricking. Mm. You see, the more you look, the less you, you see. see. You know, like he said, absolutely right. Mm. When it favors them, they know how to play it. When it doesn't favor them, they know how to upturn mm. the table. Mm. We this same Nigeria that somebody will steal billions of Naira, and then will go with a nine-month, you know, sentence or do plea bargaining and walk away and then somebody steal a goat he has not even killed the goat <laughs> and then he'll go for 15 years <laughs> with no you know it wouldn't even be a suspended sentence hmm. this is nigeria for you hmm. but you see my my agitation is this like he said they will find whatever excuse to favor them hmm. we are not playing the politics the way they are playing okay, it the, the issue at hand is we need to get people who will truly represent us. So far, so good. We have people who have been representing themselves mm. and pretending they are representing us. How much does it cost to run a direct primary? It's cheaper. We know how much money goes to these... Uh, what, what, what did you, indirect. Indirect. What do they call these people that vote for? Delegates. Delegates. We know. Sometimes it's in dollars. It's in pounds. We know. 
we know how much money. We mm. know we know the effect of such outcome of of such elections. We know how some people come out with Hummer buses, petrol stations. Mm. So you feel direct? Just, uh, more, uh, you see, the truth is that direct will give a level playing ground for the average person. Hmm. It, it gives the normal people to come into the system. Hmm. Indirect, it's expensive. You and I cannot go there. We can't pay those bills. Those are the reality. They know it. We can't play politics at that level. You hmm. can't pay money to sway the uh, delegates to your favor. Hmm. If you are, if you are an average Nigerian, let Nigerian, me put it that way. Sure. <laughs> you need those those of money. It's about. It's, it's, it's worse than the stock case. It's about bargaining power. It's mm. about who has it. Yes. That is the real, We know it. And that's why sometimes you wonder our Senate and lawmakers, there are some things they should have put in, in this electoral law. In some countries, there's a, there's a minimum amount of money you spend, mm. even in your party. In as your a party. party. Yes. You do accounting, you do auditing. How do you get this money? There's no, th- there's no accountability in Nigeria. That's why a sitting governor, a sitting president, a sitting can use government funds, our fund, let me not put it, our fund, for his own personal ambition. And nobody persecutes him. Nobody persecutes him. How do you use people's money to fund your ambition? Because you are a sitting. Those are the things we do. And nobody has been penalized for this. And that's why after every election, there's no money to execute projects. You see that most time, after every election, most governors, most they just they, they, they go to coma. Then when it's 80, 90 days, they remember they have to do 100 days. Then they start some activities like that so that you know that, you know. Because a lo- we know the kind of money that gets to win a state election. You are talking of billions in mm. Nigeria. Billions. Don't talk of millions. It's billions. Mm. And we electorate too. We are part of the system that makes it so. Because we collect money. Mm-hmm. And then when we collect money, is this money that's making us to collect at the 3%? Is this money that's making the VAT to increase? Because all this money unaccounted for is the the over the cumulative effect is what is affecting the economy. Mm. Somebody spent billions for nothing. For what? For winning an election. What is the productivity there? Yes. Nothing. You didn't invest it in a mineral resource. Sure. You didn't invest it in developing the educational sector, the health sector. So which returns is it bringing that somebody hmm. is sitting and collecting security allowance and is collecting, his family is blessed for it. Hmm. Those are the realities on ground. Hmm. And we too, we should be, you see, we need to wise up. We need to rise up to that polytricking and learn and move, move motions, put pressures on our leaders to pass the right bit. This one is not even it for me. It's not true. We, we should do mm. accountability for mm. po- mm. how much do you spend? Where did you get the money? Mm. We should be talking about that. Oh, somebody just arrived and spent 30 billion to win. Excuse me, sir. Where did you get the money? Mm. How was this ah. money? We should, we should be asking questions. Because if there will be sanity, because such person, if it's not accountable in his winning an election, how do you want it to be accountable when he becomes the boss? When it becomes true. 
True. Those are the realities on mm, ground. Mm, okay. And uh, you've heard a very interesting take uh, from Sake right there on trending issues. Don't forget that you can actually keep up with these episodes on the Footer Radio podcast. Uh, just go to wherever it is that you get your podcast from, whether Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Audible, Spotify, Deezer, wherever it is that you get your podcast, type in the keywords Footer Radio podcast, and we will be live right there for you. Now, uh, Let's go into something else that is trending right here and something is not really disturbing, but it's, of course, has been raising uh, some eyebrows. The fact that law uh, reps have raised the budget, uh, you know, to 17.12 trillion naira. Now, of course, you might recall that it was at 16.39 trillion naira before and it has been raised to 17.12 trillion naira. Now, that's an increase uh, by about 730. 35.85 million naira and uh, they are attributing this increase to a couple of uh, factors you know saying that uh, the budget figures were increased amidst uncertainty in the global oil market due to the omicron variant of covid-19 Essigon, what's your take on this uh, yeah because the <laughs> uh, the national assembly actually needs the extra five billion they added for themselves to mm. be able to deal with uh, omicron <laughs> and then of course the we can see also that they are speculating that the benchmark that we placed was too small and uh, six two dollars will be fine forgetting that uh, the major part of this budget that we're talking about will be funded from borrowing mm. you see you, we just sit down and do all these calculations mm. without paying heed to where the money is coming from, is coming from mm. or how we're going to make the money. So mm. we are not even looking at revenue generation. Mm. We are just comfortable. And then we are, we are not changing our lifestyle, just like we said. You don't see anything austerity measure in, in this. Rather, you see them add $5 billion mm. to their own bill, you mm. know, because 134 is not enough. So let's add five billion extra. So and then, the, but but the people, we you, you don't reduce the burden of the people. <laughs> you don't um, you don't, for instance, um, do the tax reduction for the people. You don't. Um, how do I put it? Ten give tax rebates. Eh? Ten billion has been disposed to. To who? <laughs> people. And okay. Poverty elevation. People. I'm just reminding you in case you don't get the memo. No, no, I we, we you know I was so <laughs> don't let us even go there. Don't let us go there at all. <laughs> you know, so it's uh, of course people will always always um always shout and shout and shout and shout. Like I, I was trying to say yesterday, the average American citizen, British citizen, and those in developed countries, mm. when they engage their elected officials, mm. they engage them intelligently. Yeah. You understand? Um, they, they, they don't go cap in hand. Is it because those electoral of elected officers don't feed them directly? Because then uh, there's mutual respect. It's not it, rule like games. Yes, you, you get. No, and, and because, you see, like like I was trying to say yesterday, you see, 
Well, they have gotten to a stage where they are comfortable. Mm. It is when you are comfortable that mm. you can have time for other things. Mm. It is when you are comfortable that you mm. can decide that you want to pick up the Nigerian Constitution and read it quality to quality. Mm. It's when mm. you are comfortable that you can decide mm. that oh, let me even look at this budget. Mm. Let me look at what this person mm. is saying here. You can't yeah, do that while you are thinking of You can't do that while you are no, you hungry. Can't, <laughs> you can't do that while you are hungry. Mm. You can't do that while you are thinking about your next meal. Mm. You understand? So you find out that most times here. Our own engagement with that the majority, the larger percentage of mm. the populace, engage the politicians with a bull in hand, mm. hmm. because that's the best. Because we, they they look at politicians as ah, let me chop my own now. Mm. So you see them when they their own, our own engagement of politician is um, uh, my, my children's school fees are, are, are pending. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in debt, okay, or my wife is in the hospital, uh, we need hospital bills, or I want to do wedding, or, you know, I want to do bad day, or stuff. That is our engagement with Nigerian politicians. That's the level we do. But in the UK, in the US, in those developed countries, they, they actually sit down with you and analyze all those things that you are saying, and they argue with you to ensure that you do what you said. They call you to book, they call you to order. But here we have few people doing that, and the people that are doing that are not enough. Hmm. And the level of mistrust, God says, does not even the people that are that are able to even do it are even trying to survive themselves. Hmm. But it's just that they have moved beyond a certain yeah. level yeah. from the general populace, so they hmm. can actually go ahead and say yeah, no. Yes, political conscious. Yeah, you know, civic civic awareness. Hmm. Hmm. You know, but hunger will not allow our people. To be aware of civic responsibilities and all that. The only thing they are thinking of is food, food, food. And that is why every election circle, you will find that Ludo, uh, Slippers, and uh, you know, all those things, you know, packaged food will fly about and be able to get the people to vote again, motivate them to vote again. And then they continue to groan hmm. for another four years. Hmm. Then the circle comes, you know, hmm. in between. Maybe they say, but gives them 5,000. They say, hey, Baba. Or if it's 1,000, hey, yo. And all the rest of them. And we hmm. move on. And that is it. So that's, and th- that situation, it pays the politicians hmm. because you cannot engage them, you know, in, uh, intellectually. Even they themselves don't have that strength. If you stress them too much, they will. Yeah. No, nah, please leave me alone. I think if they have means, if they if they have the means, they will want to buy you over. Hmm. You understand? I yes. find that that's why most people. You feel it's easier for them to do that. You get that's so most people that end up, you know, pushing like that when they see such offers and they see that. Majority of people that they are even fighting for is not as if they understand. It's not as if whatever. So most of them will just get there, see the offer, collect the offer, and switch gear. And all of a sudden, the politician is now the superhero. Mm. They will start. You understand? And we have many people like that too. Mm. So it's a really complicated situation mm. we have here. But that is largely driven by ignorance, That's but true. mainly by poverty. Mm. That poverty is the deal. So. These people jacking it up like this and mm. not just them. What is going to happen? Mm. You understand? Mm. What is going to happen? What's going to happen exactly? Then they will complain. In all of these ones now, they are jacking it up. That they are jacking it up now. You won't hear that they jacked it up because of ASU or because of education. True. You still go and inspect the budgetary allocation for education and True. you still be like, now nah, what is happening? Mm. You get. But the people, hmm, 
Sake, let's have your take because uh, uh, as Essigon just rightly pointed out, uh, I am looking right now at the figures uh, that have been allocated uh, for several uh, sectors and I am not seeing anything on education here. All I am seeing uh, is various ministries getting certain monies and even the Ministry of Education is not really getting anything. It seems like uh, uh, most of the figures that are coming in right here, uh, they are saying that the reason for this additional revenue uh, is allocated to the fact that uh, agencies came forward with additional reports that were not captured in uh, the previous budget. And they are uh, naming some of those industries or those ministries uh, as the Independent National Electoral Commission, that is INEC, uh, and of course Ministry of Works and Housing, uh, the National Assembly Constitu- Constituency Outreach. I don't really understand what that is. Do you think that maybe uh, we, we are not putting enough priorities on on where uh, you know it should matter i'm going to go philosophical on this and i'm going to use an analogy to drive out my point Mm. three people make a nation okay Mm. (laughs) you have who i call the kings or the politicians Mm. we have who i call the conscious that the religious leaders the journalists the political activists who are the conscience of the nation. Then you have the masses who is the body. Mm. Now your head will tell you anything to do. Your head can dream up any idea. Jump on the third mainland bridge. Mm. But if your body refuses to follow you, nothing can be done. Mm. If your conscience does not prick you, you will jump. Mm. Okay? So when these three are not in harmony, are you listening to me now? We are mm. heading to do. Mm. Now, the head is sound because the head knows what he wants. Mm. But now, when the conscience is not gauging what the head wants, that's where our traditional rulers, our spiritual leaders, the journalists, the poli- that's where they are. Then when, when the people with this decision will ultimately affect are following the head like that dogmatically, we enter the lagoon. <laughs> so this is the truth. You see, whether we like it or not, mm. you can pray from now to year 2050. What a leader will do will affect your life. Hmm. What government policy can make all of us poor or rich. Hmm. You see, as the government was talking about civic awareness, political, you see, when in, in those countries that true change came, is, is that level of awareness. Hmm. You see, we have this mentality as, let me just do my own. God will bless me. Hmm. Now, if petrol moves to 400 naira hmm. and your salary remains the same, I don't need to enter the screen. I can predict your future for you <laughs> the next one year. I'm telling you. I can predict it from here now. I'll tell you what will happen to your salary, your tenant. I can hmm. tell you now. Hmm. You don't need to be spiritual about hmm. it. Hmm. See, those are the realities. And, see, and those realities can be prevented because, you see, we put them there. We have not gotten to that level that they see themselves as the servant of the people. And we are the one giving the power to them. That is the reality on ground. Hmm. So, we've been shouting. They have not developed education. They have not de- Even when ASU strike, some of us will even condemn ASU. Hmm. If ASU had not been doing what they have been doing consistently, the federal university would have been worse than the secondary school. And the, Go to the average secondary and primary school in Akure, in Ondo State. It's not like it's the school we went to. Hmm. Open windows, open heaven. Hmm. See the floor. And you will see governors spending money on building 
governor's house, governor's office, every every tenure, one of them must build either the office again or the house. Which shows we have misplaced priorities. Yeah, and yeah. then you say people, you say, I keep saying this, when we sit at the comfort of our house and we just talk, and we don't make talk to action, then nothing will be done. It's just noise of the market. Hmm. When we now sit there and we hear them, they believe they are doing the right thing. The right thing. We have yeah. not shown our displeasure at any time. We have not, we have not mobilized. We've not gone to us over. We've not heard of a day we wake up in Nakure and we heard that 200,000 youth have moved to the House of Assembly and said this budget is wrong. Mm. If we do that every month and they know that every decision, they will meet an average of 200,000, 500,000 people at our assembly or office. They will think twice mm. before any policy. And you see, you see, if we don't make our voice count, they will continue to do what they are doing mm. as long as it pays them. It pays them. Sure. And that's what I was talking about, accountability. Hmm. They want us to be accountable by paying our tax, paying VAT without complaint, increasing Nepal. They want us to, but they, they don't want to be accountable. Nothing, Nothing works Nothing like works that. that. That's why, so that's why this, the answers shook them. <laughs> so that's why <laughs> it is the onus actually is on us always, not on them. Do you, you have to say that... If you want to do, what do they call it now? If, if, eh? mm. The tendency is for you to do it towards your side. Yeah, I don't do it towards course, your side. That's the whole now. So it's for you now if you are the only one to show and say, bro, come, don't be like that. Mm. So, but if we are just murmuring and we are okay, like boxer in Animal Farm, we continue to do more, we continue to work more, mm. work harder until I won't say it with my mouth. Okay. <laughs> No problem. I think you've said enough already. Now, a uh, very interesting take from Essigon and Sake right there, talking right here on Trending Issues. Still, Fuji Radio 93.1 FM. Essigon and Sake are in the studio with me, Lucas the Young God. Now, let us go to uh, some briefly, because this is the last last segment of the show, some insecurity uh, issues. Luckily, we have not really seen uh, over the past one night now since yesterday any attacks per se, uh, I would say this is a good thing. As Skywalker would say, every win should be celebrated. Uh, but we have some uh, comments coming from Nasir El Rufai, that's the governor of Kaduna State, who's saying that we don't negotiate with terrorists in Kaduna. We kill them. And uh, of course, he is still also saying uh, that uh, the, 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 the military uh, right there in the Kaduna lack the resources. That is, he's saying, he was actually lamenting that uh, they are helpless over the army's inability to target bandits' location. Don't you think that these two statements contradict each other? How, uh, you, do, do, you know, how do you say that you do not negotiate with terrorists and still say that you are helpless at the same time? Has he gone? You see, uh, uh, Rufai maybe is talking personally, and I will explain. Okay. Now, governments world over have basically, for me, a universal response to terrorism. Okay. You <laughs> you don't enc- uh, negotiate with terrorists. Mm. I mean, because that's the, I mean, that's the standard. I know this is standard. It's standard. Now, and then if you don't want to negotiate with terrorists, then you must have the means. What it takes. You have what it takes. You get. So, True. Governor Elrufai 
does not have what it takes. Mm. Why? Because he doesn't have a standing army. Hmm. He is not in charge of the army. Mm-hmm. Neither is he in charge the of the police. Hmm. And then they don't have Amotekun like hmm. we do. You know? So, and that is why I personally have issues. You know, I, I said it. And ever since this stodgy letter yes, has come out, came up. me, I've just, been I've just agreed with them that, see, you people know yourselves and this what you are doing pays you because if it doesn't pay you you would have found a way to stop it hmm. if in fact if you read the whole history of um, how Boko Haram started and everything and the active place behind it and the stakeholders behind it you will know that it's it's them you understand so that it has evolved it is still them and the way it is paid it is still them hmm. so I have not seen. I know that some people will say, ah, maybe there's something they are doing, maybe whatever, but I, that is me, personally, so personally I have not seen anything concrete, anything concrete that anyone in the North is doing concerning the issue of insecurity. I have, I have, I have not seen it. Hmm. And evidence of that is the last time that they gathered together as that is the governors yes. in the north gathered together to meet as a body, they only reiterated their support for what the federal government is doing, yeah. and that is it. They are okay with it. Forty-five farmers hmm. killed. killed in Nasarawa. <coughs> Kaduna is still on fire as we speak. Sokoto is happening. Yobe Gombe is happening. Is 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 happening. Mass mm-hmm. hotspots. You know, travelers <coughs> shot at as well. Village heads, traditional chiefs, wished away, or their children wished away. You know, for ransom. Hmm. If we if we want to calculate the ransom that have been paid in that <laughs> part. It's astronomical. Especially in this year alone. You understand. But then, life goes on. Hmm. We condemn. We condole the families that have lost, and then we condemn. And then we keep saying that we assure you that the perpetrators will be brought to book. Then you wonder which book. (laughs) Some of us are still looking for the crusher. But, Erufai who is saying that he will not negotiate with terrorists. What does he have? What is he doing? As in, what does he have? If it were Governor Rotimi Akredolu that made that statement Hmm. now, I will will stand up and second it. Why? Because we still have something on ground ground Hmm. that is still Working. working. You know, for us. Hmm. So they, what do they have hmm. that they are talking? Okay. Or what are they doing that they are talking? Okay. Uh, Sake, what's I want, your take? I, I, I want to say that, you see, for me, this thing has gone beyond politicking. I think we should be praying for a level of political and civic awareness for the people in the North. Hmm. I've always had this argument that the North are more organized politically. 
And because they have two strongholds in the north, mm. which is politics and religion, mm. the traditional have rules on the masses. Of course. Recently, I heard of an uprising from the youth that there's going to be a rally at Naos. But you know, as we were discussing it, somebody pinpointed that <laughs> their traditional rulers will call them to order in the next 48 hours and to be silenced. And it was so. And it was so. And you see, let me be honest with you. I am, I am afraid hmm. for the next generation. Because you see, there's a clear court demarcation in the north. In the southeast, in the southwest, we still have the middle class, whether it's a lower middle class. We see how people who could graduate to become elite, you know, in any form, hmm. and who could pull people from. But in yeah. the north, there are two, just two categories. Hmm. It's the elite and the masses. Hmm. And the masses are used the way we are seeing it. There's nobody speaking for them. Hmm. There's nobody rising for them. For them. Now, you may say Shogore is something. You may say Ego uh, is something. You may say, uh, uh, you know, most of our leaders, yeah, whoever it is. But, you know, we have people still talking. True. We have people who talk and government reacts, which means it shocked them. You know? We are not having anybody there. Hmm. So, five for me is just doing what he needs to do. Let me borrow... Essigon's English is grandstanding. Hmm. He's just showing that we are still here. But the evidences are contrary. Because day by day, kidnapping, killing, mass murder is happening under his watch in Kaduna. And he's the accounting officer. And he has nothing to show. He has not repelled any. He has not brought many to books. We, we, almost 200 or 500 people arrested in those states. We saw them on parade. Hmm. We have evidences. He has not shown us evidences of his grandstanding. So, my fear is this. Apart from Zulu and maybe Benue governor, mm. some of them, I have not seen leaders in the north who have gone beyond, especially political leaders, beyond the political, you know, politicking, and have, you know, go out of the way, break structure because of this issue. Because, you see, it's human lives we are talking, talking about. about. That's the, that's the, that's the, now, whether we mean. like it or not, why one, the economy is, is going down is because some of those places have the food basket of Nigeria. Mm. They can no longer farm. Mm. Food is expensive. Sure. Because the farmers have abandoned their farmlands. The few that are being produced, it costs much more to bring them down. Mm. And say so nobody is doing anything. Mm. And we say we are we are on top of on top of this situation. We know how much we bought rice last year, <laughs> and Gary and no, yeah, we know how much now. now. It's an improvement, really. Mm. Essigon will call it incremental progress. Well, that, that, is that wasn't it, me. That's, that's, that, is, that is what we can take on uh, trending issues for today. News on the Globe is up next.